Hi guys, welcome back to the student cast. I'm here with the lovely Ash. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, for those who don't know, why don't you introduce yourself, who you are, what you do? Well, hi, I'm Ash. Um, I'm mostly known for dancing on TikTok with Harvey Bass, also known as the Get Up Kid. Um, and I'm also a musical theatre student in Liverpool. Mm, lovely. Might as well might as well get into the thick of it. I mean, right. Dancing on TikTok. This is this is my one of my big pet peeves I have. Uh, <laughs> it's it's nothing personal, it's just the same thing. And yeah. I I mean, why why dancing on TikTok? Like Um, so like when I started TikTok, like I had literally had no idea what the app was. I got an email from TikTok asking me to join the app wow. like they'd watch like me dancing on instagram and they were like we want you to join and like do your dance videos but on tiktok so i was like okay but as like an actual dancer i was doing like class videos so i'd go to like all these like hip-hop classes and i'd be like just posting videos from the class onto tiktok and then it just started to like unravel a bit and then mainstream media kind of like take like took over it and I was like oh no and then all these like dance trends started coming out and I was like okay so the real dancing's like disappeared from the art <laughs> I mean so you started um posting stuff on on Instagram right uh, yeah. I mean you you say you're a dancer before but how, how did that all come to the beginning like like why are you posting your dancing on Instagram why you, you know? Um, so, like, before, like, uni and stuff, I was just in college. I was doing music and dance as, like, my two subjects. I literally just had no idea about social media. Like, I was offline. I had no followers. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a dance account. Like, I'm just going to put all my dance videos on there so people can't really make fun of me on my normal account. <laughs> So it's just all on like this little secret dance account. It wasn't really secret because I like did post about it on my normal account, but it was kind of like a safe space for me. And then TikTok found this little account with like 200 followers and was like, we want your stuff on our app. And I was like, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> when was that? Oh, I think it was 2017. Wow. I mean, that was early days of TikTok really yeah like it was literally the app was brand new they just got rid of Musical.ly like a few years before that and did it you was use like, Musical.ly then no I literally like I had to ask my little brother who was like nine at the time I think it's like nine or ten I was like what is TikTok and he was like you need to join it you need to join it I was like what is it though is it a kid's like I don't want to be joining a kid's app like <laughs> But I did get like a lot of stick for it when I did join. I mean, what I mean, what do you mean by stick? So like, obviously TikTok was brand new, and no one really knew what it was. So there was like a lot of kids on the app, and I think TikTok wanted me to like kind of influence these kids to start getting active and to doing dance. I don't really know, um, but people my age, especially like in my year and stuff, they were like, "That is weird." you are posting dance videos on a like a children's app and I'm like it's not like that I promise like they asked me to join 
They probably told you your chat is shy. They didn't ask you. Yeah, they were like, no, it's not true. I will get up the DMs between me and the official TikTok Instagram. (laughs) That's that's wild. I mean, I see all the TikTok trends um, because I use it and it's like a... It's basically just a bin for time in my mind. I see it's like I, I scroll through TikTok and it's just I, I get nothing done. And all I'm doing is scrolling endlessly. And it's like two hours have gone. I've done literally nothing with my life. I'm just sitting there on my sofa. <laughs> it's, it's weird how TikTok's grown in the last year, year and a half, really. Um, yeah, I think like once Americans started like taking over the app and then the like hype house and everything it's just become like so like it's not like even organic it's literally just so simple that like everyone's like oh I can do that so like it's like anyone can like blow up on the app Mm. do you get um many people coming at you now who like asking you for stuff because you have a decent sized following now on TikTok um a lot of people that I didn't talk to like in high school I've had like some people like reach out to me but I've lost a lot of friends like due to just like moving on with my life so like obviously moving to university and stuff like I don't talk to any of like my original like high school friends at all I think it's like once a year I like get a message from them if like we get snapchat memories of each other and stuff but it's mainly like I keep to myself so much like I hate like reaching out to other people because I'm like I don't know if you're going to use me or mm. not I mean you reached out to me which is nice enough so yeah <laughs> uh, I do appreciate anyone who will give me their time uh, and and speak to me because you know everyone sounds <laughs> valuable you could have been yeah. could have been dancing somewhere else <laughs> I mean what's the like how do you come up with the the trends are you just following trends now or are you like are you trying to trying to set a new one? What's what's your goal with the so your TikTok? Like right now it's very hit or miss with TikTok. Like you never know what's gonna blow up, what's gonna like absolutely flop. Like recently, like as when I started out, I was just doing like dance like I was dancing in a dance studio with like loads of the people around me in these videos. Like it wasn't just me. So they were doing like really well and then all these like trends started coming in and I was like oh no I'm gonna have to like start jumping on trends to like stay relevant and it's just like a constant battle to like stay on top but now it's like my content is just such a mixture of stuff it's like comedy dance it's just me like just chatting pure shit like (laughs) to the camera I'm just like yeah (laughs) do you think that this is something that I've had a an inkling of do you think that TikTok's gonna take over Instagram in the next like five years I think that I think that the, at, at this point in time they're at a very like equal level um but it's so like unpredictable like musically was at the top and then it just dropped like the app could get deleted out of nowhere and then all these creators would be like completely lost so I feel like everyone tries to use both apps as much as they can to stay relevant just in case one of them like dies yeah i mean tiktok is still new and i feel like tiktok's the 
the younger audience like younger people prefer using tiktok the same way we kind of see facebook like i i haven't <laughs> downloaded the facebook app in like three four years i don't even use it um i just it's just a mess of just shite and i can't <laughs> be asked with it and i feel like in five years possibly if tiktok becomes what instagram is now where it's like it's more than just an app of scrolling you actually start messaging your mates on there and having conversations i think that's when people are going to stop posting on instagram or post less on instagram and transition into tiktok because yeah. it's it's the new wave you have to yeah like you said you have to stay relevant um but this idea of relevancy i mean like <laughs> Like, why do you want to even stay relevant? Is it is it because are you on the creator fund? Oh no, I that messed up like my algorithm, my account. Like, I don't recommend the creator fund at all. Why not? Um, so basically, I joined it because it was like brand new, and I was like, "Ooh, this is fun!" Like, money because I already had like an income from TikTok anyway, from like just doing advertisements and stuff for different brands and like getting brand deals with like clothing companies. But when I seen that you could like monetize your videos, kind of, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And like, as soon as I joined, all my views started dropping, like my engagement was gone. And I was like, what? And you'd literally earn like 20p if you got like 100,000 views on a video, like you literally earn no money from it. Mm. So then I'm guessing you just cut it because it wasn't, it wasn't paying yeah. the bills essentially took it off like my phone I was like no I'm not having the creative fund anywhere mm. near my account ever again well I mean I guess it they're, they're trying to do what YouTube does in in advertising and uh, putting in stuff like that but I'm assuming because TikTok's the views on TikTok and the likes are so like bloated in comparison to like YouTube it's yeah. like a million likes on TikTok in my mind is like okay that's that's like 100k views on youtube like it's not the same thing so that if if they were to try even possibly pay the same amount the people that are on a really high end would be like abusing the amount of money that they're getting yeah it's like with brand deals and stuff you can earn like what you'd be earning on like youtube and stuff or it's very like it just depends on like how your account looks at the time so if I've got like videos that have like blew up and it's on like millions of views or like hundreds of thousands then I'll get more money but then when it's like less than like 100k then it's like oh I'll get less money for what I'm actually doing hmm. it's not like ever a set rate I mean how how do you get the is it when it comes to brand deals are they emailing you through your email I know you uh, post it on your like um on your socials are they emailing you directly or is it uh or are you emailing them how's that working um I think I've only ever reached out to like one brand like I'm so awkward as a person and I always think it's really cheeky to ask and everyone's like it's not cheeky and I'm like no it is it is I can't ask people for stuff um so I just receive emails I used to be with a management and they'd like do all of that for me but then like I left the management and yeah it's just uh, gone back to normal what, again uh, what was the can you take me through like how you got signed to management and what, what happened there um so the management actually reached out to me and 
my friend Harvey, because obviously Harvey's got like, I don't even know how many followers, like millions of followers, like compared to me. Um, but they reached out to us both because obviously we're both on each other's accounts. And I was like, oh, I actually want to join this management because it would be good for like me personally. Um, so they emailed us and like it was back and forth and then I signed to them and then they were like, right, we want to see you in London where our actual like offices are. I was like, oh, I was like, because usually when you have, well, like in my eyes anyway, when you have a manager that's like online for like TikTok, like I had a, a manager for TikTok, like what even is that? Um, I never thought I'd actually meet them. But like I went down to London for like the weekend because Harvey had like a business thing that he had to do. So I just like tagged along with him so I could like see my managers. And it was actually a really good weekend. Like they spoiled me, like absolute rotten. And I was like, this is amazing. And then they dropped me. So I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. So they, so they didn't take you, they essentially didn't carry on uh, on with you? Um, no. So I... I don't want to like badmouth anyone because it they were really good management. It just kind of happened out of the blue. Um, it was when all the content houses were starting to like build and then they made a content house and it was full of YouTubers. And we were like, like all the TikTokers that were signed to them were like, oh. And then they rang me and they were like, yeah, we've decided not to carry on with you. So you can take your email and stuff out of your bio now. And I was like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> Cause I didn't want to like challenge anything. Cause I'm so like, I just don't want beef with anyone. So I was just like, oh, okay. And I just kind of let it happen. <laughs> I was just like, okay. <laughs> so they didn't in essence, give you any real reason why they, they cut ties with you. They just, they just told you to fuck off they essentially said that I wasn't, they were saying stuff like yeah we don't feel like you've been earning like as much as you should with us and I was like I've earned more in this past year than I ever have in my whole life like I don't know what you're talking about like I was getting brand deal after brand deal with them and it was like unreal mm. and then they just got me so I was like cool they probably I mean I don't know for yourself but you probably saw even any money coming from TikTok um, and just random things. And you're like, sick, this is essentially free money. So I went from zero to however <laughs> much, but they were like, actually, no, we expect this figure. And she's probably yeah. not pulling. Because obviously they were getting like a percentage of my money um, anyway. So I was just kind of like, oh, this is great. Like, because never in a million years that I think I could make money by making like a 15 second video in my bedroom. Hmm. Like it was mad to me but they were like a really good management and they treated me so well but like I guess it just wasn't like the best fit for them yeah I mean because you hear of these like horror stories with management how especially in in LA and it might be a more Americanized thing where managements take like 45 percent of your money which for me is in my head is it kind of feels ridiculous like, how are you taking nearly half of my money? What are you even doing at that point? Like, yeah, I, for me, they only took 20%, which is, like, I thought was average. I, I still think that's, like, an average rate. I think it might be 15% that's, like, 
more but I, I wasn't bothered because I was like I'm a university student and I'm making money on top of my student loan I was like this is amazing <laughs> yeah I think that that's how they kind of I say catch you but I don't mean that in like a, a negative way it's like yeah that it's when you're a student and you have no money essentially any money feels like a lot like yeah. like if someone gave me five pound I'd, it'll probably be the same as like later on in life someone gave me like 10 grand like I've, I've, that <laughs> is how I, yeah it's the same feeling of this five pound note is worth everything to me now and then when you're getting it just doing stuff that you'd normally do anyway yeah that's when it gets really um really interesting because I've had the idea of management like I've thought about it in my head it was like if I ever had the option of working with management would I and I and I always think I come back to the decision of no like I I don't like being told what to do um yeah I think that was like for me now I'm like okay I want to be able to build a really good relationship with my management because I was under like a management company so they were managing like so many other TikTokers that I was friends with and like we were all getting like the same brand deals and stuff and I was thinking like they're spreading like this brand is spreading the money out between all of us but if I was just with one person that focused on me then I could essentially make more but it is what it is <laughs> yeah I mean you still getting got something out of it if not like a life experience where yeah like I got a fancy meal in London and like a really good weekend so how many people can say that they've done that? <laughs> What's the um, TikTok community like for in terms of creators? Because <laughs> this this is what I, I'm always interested because I'm a like I'm essentially like a YouTube addict. I watch like like ridiculous amounts of YouTube since I was like 12 years old. So I've yeah. been following the entire YouTube scene for years. So and I know that like there's always these relationships and people literally make mates really good friends and tie tie relationships through lit and a platform essentially but I'm wondering is TikTok similar because it's still so young um I feel like right now it is just people wanting to get to the top and wanting to be the most known and stuff like that like for me personally most people think I'm American and like because my audience is like mainly American like when you look at like my analytics and all of that it's America so I don't really have many people in the UK that follow me but I go to like UK events and I like I see it all and it's like I've made so many good friends from TikTok like in the UK don't get me wrong but it is very very toxic it's very like pick me like I need to be like center of attention type of thing and I just I stay out of it I'm like I'm gonna keep my circle small like I still talk to like loads of creators and like I comment on all of their stuff but I like to keep to myself because <laughs> I'm like I'm not getting cancelled over something I've said or like it's literally like cancel culture is the worst yeah I mean uh, it's I feel like cancel culture is one of those things now it's it's, it's just yeah like any reason to cancel someone it's like right off the like it's just in my mind I, i'm just thinking it's like i don't think you can cancel someone because it's just 
it depends on situation. It's like pulling up tweets that they said when they were like 13 and they were like stupid uh, and with their mates. It's like, can you really cancel someone for that? It's like, if you if you went back in time and you put a camera and let people say anything they wanted and it would be documented forever, I'm pretty sure you'd find worse stuff than you're finding now. Because yeah. growing up now on the internet, kids are pretty savvy with what they post and what they don't. They get it. Like they know what they should and shouldn't say. Whereas yeah. growing up like me and probably the generation um, before me, they, were, they, they just said whatever they did because the internet didn't feel like this place where it was going to haunt you for the rest of your life. Like when I was little, I was posting like loads of YouTube videos, me just like being an absolute idiot, like this little 10 year old on her iPad, like, hi. But, like obviously all them videos are gone. You cannot find them anywhere, even if you try. <laughs> but yeah, like since everything is so new on TikTok now, like you have to be very like educated in every aspect of like anything. So like I've seen like people being cancelled for like horrific stuff and it's like okay I understand that but then there's like other like little petty things and it's just like you do it too like all of these influencers going to Dubai and stuff it's like if you were given the chance to go to Dubai for free you would do it oh yeah in a heartbeat I'm I'm not I'm not gonna act sit here and act like I wouldn't do it I would like if I'm sitting at home depressed in in England and I'm just and someone's gonna give me an all expense paid trip to Dubai and I can go to the gym there and it's not like fully closed, obviously I'm gonna go. Like I'm not gonna actively do stuff like throw parties. I'm I'm gonna like carry myself the right way. That might just be a personal thing, but I'm gonna take full advantage of a of an opportunity. I think I think it's wrong to try criminalize people for doing that but it's also stupid for these like uh influencers uh, i hate that word but uh, influencers going out and being like oh i have to do this like this is my job it's like no you could given a great opportunity and you took it like if you just act in that way and say that no one's gonna really get at you it's when you start pretending like it's something more than what it is that's the problem i have with it yeah it's like being in uni is so hard because obviously like covid is such a big thing at the minute and being on such like a big platform that I'm on and then being a university student at the same time it's like I'm in uni halls right now and there's party after party and I'm not attending any because I'm like I'm not getting cancelled for anything I'm just gonna sit in my room I'm gonna like be on my own like (laughs) you do you yeah it's so hard because like like I've been in this accommodation for like since September and I've met the people who live across the hall from me Mm. like that is it like university is supposed to be like about meeting new people and stuff and it's like no (laughs) not a chance (laughs) no do people like have people recognized you on campus and stuff I know you obviously stick to your room but you have to leave to to go shopping and do stuff have you been recognized yet um, well, I'm in second year now, and when I first joined my uni, um, like, no, I didn't think anyone would know. There was a few people that I knew before going to uni that, like, were attending the same one, so, like, obviously they knew, and they were like, ooh, she's famous, and I'm like, I'm really not, like, stop, that. that's such a horrible word, I'm like, ew, <laughs> like, I literally have followers on TikTok, like, it's not fame, <laughs> and then one of my flatmates actually 
um Fionn hi Fionn if you're listening um <laughs> she was she said to me she was like I recognized you on the first day you walked in but I didn't want to say anything I was like that's so weird because like I don't get recognized at all mm. it's great it's like people recognize like all my other friends and I'm just like chilling in the back like yeah I can do whatever I want because no one knows who I am <laughs> for now it's because uh, I'm I literally just finished almost finished watching the the new Billie Eilish documentary about her and it, being famous feels like a very weird thing like walking around and just everyone recognizing you is very odd like it's it, and I can't remember who said this but it was like everyone else kind of has something on you where it's like they know you but you don't know them so they yeah. kind of they are already like one-upping you which is really weird it's like in my hometown I get recognized because obviously like I have younger brothers who use TikTok and people see me in their videos and they're like oh so like I can't I'll go down to the co-op like just wanted to get like some snacks for like a little quiz night with my family and there'll be little kids in there like oh my god it's Ashwarina and I'm like go away (laughs) like I don't like no like I live here and like there's been there was one time that was really bad oh my god me and Harvey decided to take my little brothers out for like a little day out just like literally to like our little shopping center thing like we live in a very small town and we have like a little shopping center we were like we'll go play like ping pong in this little shopping center and there were kids in the ping pong area just like staring at us and they followed us all the way up to the bus stops where I had to like go drop Harvey off and then I walked home so I was like oh no like I'm with my two younger brothers who were like eight and ten at the time I was like this is ridiculous and we were walking and people were like you're famous aren't you you're that famous girl and I'm like no I don't know who I am <laughs> like I have been guilty of people like asking me are you are you Ashwarina and I'm like no I just look like her wow. <laughs> how come you want to how come you don't want to like acknowledge yourself essentially um I think it's because People are like, you chose this. You chose to be famous. And it's like, I'm not famous anyway, but like, I didn't choose to have a following. Like, I got asked to join an app that was brand new. So I didn't think anything was gonna come out of it. Like, I'm just kind of going along with whatever's happening. It's like, I don't want a big, like, I hate a big force. Like, a lot of creators, like myself, like, suffer from really bad anxiety. And like, mine is horrific like I will not go to like events and stuff because of my anxiety and then people being like oh my god no 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 like how are you so good you do this you do that and I'm like uh um (laughs) because obviously with people who know me and I don't know them it's like you literally know everything about me and you're a stranger and they're a child (laughs) so I'm like I don't know if I'm allowed to like stop and say hi to you or if I'm going to get in trouble for that. Like, yeah. It's still that like I've been on the app for like two years, two, three years now. And it's like, I still just don't know any rules. I'm just like, I'm going to keep to myself. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> Is it like you obviously mentioned that you have anxiety. I'm obviously someone who's who suffered with a lot of uh 
especially last year a lot of sh- uh, shit that happened in my life um but did you ever want to just be like no fuck this i'm gonna stop like i'm just gonna delete my account and be like i'm done um i don't i feel like sometimes i feel like that but then it's the anxiety of leaving and then being like well what am i gonna do now what am i gonna do with all my time instead of like constantly checking my account like replying to comments like doing this that and the other it's like my life would be so much more different like I'd be just a regular university student that's like out partying all the time like it I just couldn't imagine my life without the art and it's it's literally like I'm addicted to it it's so bad like I wish I wasn't but it's like I sit there until like 2am on the phone like oh my god (laughs) constantly like saving sounds being like right I need to do this I need to do that I need to do that so do you like is that how you um essentially get your your ideas you're just scrolling through and you're like oh I want to save all this stuff and be like okay I can do that I can do that yeah it's like I just want to recreate that that looks really cool I like that (laughs) like whatever material I can get my hands on I'm like yeah I'll do that yeah because the thing that like I, obviously I, I use TikTok and I've shot on it before and I'm not going to stop using it. Like, but for me, the, the thing that I hated was when people compared TikTok to Vine and I felt that's like a disrespect to Vine because Vine is yeah. Vine was something that promoted a lot of like creativity, but you had to be different. It wasn't trend copying, which is a, a, what TikTok has kind of turned out to be because on vine the biggest people on vine had the like best skits they were usually the funniest people and tiktok is a is a completely different beast in it's like who can do this the best and they're they're the one who gets to be like the biggest yeah it is a massive competition tiktok it's literally just like i'm the best at this i'm the best at that and it's like come on like it's so hard to be original on the app like obviously when I first joined I was like one of the very few dancers on the app so I was like oh this is like my own little thing and then all these other people started surfacing like Charlie D'Amelio like came out of nowhere (laughs) like she's like taken over my life I'm like oh my god (laughs) why is this 16 year old so much better than me (laughs) but yeah it's like with Vine you could be so original like I wish Vine was still a thing because I feel like that would be it's such a nicer app like since tiktok is very like you have to be the best at what you do it's so toxic see i don't i don't see that well mainly because i don't make tiktoks that's probably why i don't see that side of it but i don't see tiktok as like that kind of competition it's really weird hearing you say it's like everyone's super competitive and everyone i think like when you say it it makes more sense when you when you see what's tiktok has become because shit like fucking the whack challenge that oh here that was just like it got to a point where i was like okay this is just ridiculous i was like there are children on this app and you want me dances like that wow okay what did you you think of like the the what was the whack challenge there was what's the other one recently it was like silhouette there were they're like there's a bunch of them they're like these really sexualized dances or, or or challenges and brackets it's like it's it's not really a challenge you're just you're just dancing very sexually yeah um 
like since I'm like 19 I feel like okay I could do them so like some of the stuff that I do it's very like it's not like sexual like because I'm an awkward person I couldn't even try and be sexy if I tried but I think some people with bigger platforms than me that are doing these sorts of dances I'm like very small children like watch you and I think it was very like it hit me when I went to an event and I seen all of these kids in person like Harvey had a meet and greet and there was literally a five-year-old that came and got a photo with him and I was like oh my god that is you like fresh out the womb like how are you even coping on TikTok and it's like I try and stay away from them trends like completely because I'm like I don't want to be because like the silhouette challenge like people were doing it naked and mm. you can like people can take the red filter off the video and it's like what first of all why would you want to do that in the first place why would you want to get naked on a kid's app like that's so weird like I still see TikTok as like a kid's app even though there's so many like people my age that are on it it's mainly children and it's like you want to stay pg yeah because uh, i remember on our, me and my mate's group chat we i think someone just randomly sent in like oh no they were just like tiktok's just softcore porn now isn't it and it 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 really like it has because like you watch one thing that comes up in your feed and you watch it all the way to the end they're just going to cycle that shit all the time on your on your for you page and it's like it, it takes me like swiping away from stuff so many times for it to be like okay he actually doesn't want to watch that anymore like yeah it's like you scroll through like your for you page and like random videos come up like my tiktok for you page is so random and then it'll be like these viral videos of like kids do it have you seen like the kids doing them swap challenges no what is it oh my god it's awful and they're saying like such awful words and i'm like how, where have you learned that and it's like you've learned that from tiktok you've literally learned all of that from tiktok so so what is this like you're gonna have to educate me on this what is the the swap challenge so, i don't even know if like many people have seen it i know like i it, i just scrolled through my for you page and it came up and it had like a million likes on it and i was like surely not and it was like the swapping like these fidget toys and they're like oh yeah this is like a big juicy dick and i'm like you are like a child why are you saying that um so I was like okay we need to like tone it down TikTok like people need to start being more PG and it's like I understand that creators say like oh you choose to watch my content and it's like because you're an influencer you're influencing these children they want to be like you so they're gonna watch your stuff and it's yeah it's it's hard to like um for someone to not see it especially if something goes viral it's like well i didn't make you watch it but no but tiktok put it in my in my feed and and if like, and you, you know gave me the information and i'm gonna use that now yeah it's i think i think it people need to be careful of what they're posting on tiktok it's like if it's the same thing as like normal internet safety it's like if you're in, if your employer was to see this would they be okay with it it's like if if the, this isn't your sole purpose if you don't want to be like a tiktoker or an influencer or something and you just want to make tiktoks on the side right and someone finds it 
what are they going to think? Like, you have to be a little bit more self-conscious of what you're doing when it comes to that kind of stuff. But um, I'm someone who believe, firmly believes that you can you can have a laugh about anything. Like, nothing is off limits when it comes to making jokes as long as it's done in the right way. Like, you you can make any any joke about anything literally anything i'm not and i'm not even saying that like as like oh no some no anything can is allowed to be made a joke of as long as it's in with the right intent and you know you can't go around i think ricky gervais said i was like imagine these people that are like offended you can't make a joke because it offends me and he was like how selfish is that imagine you're going around your whole life and no one is allowed to offend you like yeah that's ridiculous if you think about it See, like, when I see, like, people making TikToks, like, there was a TikTok going around, like, making fun of disabled people. And, like, for me, who has a disabled older brother, it hurt. I was like, that's wrong. That's, like, disability discrimination. Like, I worked so hard. Like, I've been volunteering for, like, all of these charities for autism and stuff since I was 11 years old. Like, no one told me to do it. Mm. Like, I just liked helping. So, like, I feel like what I do is very, like, equal. Like, everyone can do it. Anyone can do anything. Just don't make the wrong jokes because it can be offensive. It's like I'm I'm such, like, a big, like, preacher on, like, be kind. Like, I don't think I'd ever make anyone feel so bad about themselves because it's happened to my older brother and... Like, when I was younger, like, they'd make fun of him and, like, they'd do horrible things. And then they turned around and went, well, we can't do that to him because he's disabled, but his sister isn't, so we can beat her up. Like, Mm. I was in, like, year two getting beat up by, like, year sixes. I was like, what even is this? So it's very, like, you just got to be careful. Mm. I mean, that's really odd, basically. Like, were people beating you up because they felt guilty that they couldn't do it to your brother because you know like making fun of a disabled kid is kind of in bad in bad taste like so like disability in general like you don't make a bad like it's like you won't be like oh you're an average human that's so funny like like it's not it's the same thing like I yeah yeah I mean um what, I mean, what was it like, like growing up then? Because you you mentioned that you you were always kept to yourself. Was is that partly because of like you didn't want anyone to like get to know you properly, or you were afraid uh, of meeting people? If you get what I mean. Yeah, I'm a very closed book. Like I don't really like most people don't even know about my older brother because I don't really. Like, I do like to openly talk about him, like, if it comes up in the conversation, but I wouldn't just bring it up, <laughs> like, type of thing. So, like, people say he's, like, the Rob Kardashian of my family, and I'm like, oh, so funny, because, like, no one knows about Rob Kardashian, like, hardly. Mm. But, yeah, growing up, I, I didn't like people getting to know me. I hated making new friends. I was, like, a little shy kid in the corner that, like, wouldn't talk to anyone. So, like... TikTok giving me a platform was such a big thing because I was like, oh, I have a voice now. Like, I've never had this before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm very similar, but mine mine was more that 
you growing up being essentially cast as the outsider because it was always the the foreigner like it was really it was really different growing up and and no one like ever wanted to be mates with you because you were like oh you're the one with the weird name you do weird stuff like you're not the same as me because kids are little kids are brutal like I mean yeah primary school kids they don't know any better so it's hard to get annoyed at them because you're you're literally a child you don't know any better but it kind of shapes how you are later on where I have that same uh, like mentality is like I'm going to meet someone but it takes a long time for me to like open up to someone and I'm like I'm very closed off I'm very wary of the people around me because you know yeah I don't and then I've also moved around most of my life so it's like I don't want to get really close to someone and then have to change my life and then it's all starting all over again I've always had to I've always been you know a little bit distant just been like okay I'm gonna do my things because you never know what's gonna happen so if I cut off it it makes life a little bit easier yeah that's like I keep my circle so small and like getting into relationships is always like the biggest thing for me because like I've got a boyfriend at the minute and he's like absolutely amazing like loving to bits but like I had to make sure that Patrick my older brother liked him because if Patrick doesn't like you, then it's game over. If you can't connect with him, like, because Patrick is literally my whole life. Like, he's my big brother. Like, if my big brother doesn't like you, then it's, like, game over, man. Like, mm. Where did you meet your, your boyfriend? Was it the classic Tinder? No, it was through Instagram. Wow. So he's a music producer. So, and he seen one of my videos where I posted like me singing and he was like, oh, hey, like I'm a producer. Do you want want to make a song? And I was like, okay. And then it like, I went to a studio in Manchester and it just kind of like went from there. Do you not find it a little bit dodgy that some guy messaged you (laughs) on Instagram? It's like, do you want to come to my studio? It's like, make Like I FaceTimed him like a few times before just to like get to know him. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is, like, just a random person. Yeah. Like, because obviously, like, he didn't have much on his Instagram. He's, like, classic lad, like, no photos. And it's like, oh, why? <laughs> and then, like, he, like, fully opened up about himself. Like, he was, like, so chatty. I was like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how – I don't want to get too deep into your relationship, but it's like, how how is it being someone who's so closed off? like have you struggled to to like open up to people I feel like my past relationships were like also very toxic like like I'd try and open up but then like I couldn't but with Leo it's just so different like he's brought me out of my shell and I'm like more confident now and I'm like like what have you done to me like you've literally changed me it's like so much for the better like, I literally couldn't have asked for a better person to be with. That's great. I mean, I think when you meet someone, I can say the same thing my girlfriend, Emily. It's like, when you meet someone like that, it's it changes who you are. Because, like, now I walk around, like, more confident because I just don't care. Like, I'm not... I don't I'm not trying to impress anyone I'm not I'm not doing anything special I'm like I just couldn't give a shit at this point because because I know that there's always someone there who's got my back like no matter what it's like relationships in the past like I went through that phase like before I was with Leo of like ooh TikTok boys and then it's like no 
Jesus Christ, the toxic, the arguments, like the beef. Like I had beef with like I'm really good mates with this lad now, but like it was just so much beef with him, and I was like, why? What was it about? Was it like TikTok related? Like it was like, um, oh no, you got more more likes than me. No, so we actually met an event that Harvey was invited to, and obviously Harvey's two years younger than me so he always needs like an adult with him and me being like two years older like he was 16 and I was 18 so he was like you're my adult and I was like okay Okay. I like went along to this event and I met like all of the lads because it was like all boys at this event like it was all boy tiktokers I was like classic like (laughs) never really see like girl tiktokers anywhere it's always like boys so I met all these lads and like this one lad just like I don't know what even happened like he just got my snapchat and like chatting facetiming like and stuff like that and it was coming up to the second event um and I was supposed to be singing at the event and then I posted something on my story and it just spiraled (laughs) like he was like saying nasty things and I was like oh my god am I really that bad at singing like like, I like I had to like confirm with everyone that I knew I was like am I that terrible and they're like no that's horrible so like I seemed red I was like you're not coming anywhere near me at this event I was saying to like the event manager I was like I don't want him near me when I'm performing on stage (laughs) what so he was just say like telling you essentially that you are your shit at singing like like he, he was saying it was funny and I was like I was singing like a Billie Eilish song so I was like how oh, is this funny I was like what I think it was just because we were like both like young and it was like new and it was like don't really know how to like communicate with each other type of thing but like he's definitely learned from his mistakes and he's so much nicer now yeah that's good I mean Wait, when you're young those kind of relationships you're you're allowed to make mistakes like I'm not trying to like justify anyone's behavior or anything but it's like when you're like under 16 um and and in and around that age when you're still in your teens especially it's like um you, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes growing up like you you have you think you have everything figured out but when you get like later on you're like okay I, I knew nothing like I'm still I just I'm very much learning but it, it also should be that you know what you can't you can't treat people like that and then as you said he's like much better now so he hopefully he's <laughs> learned from his mistakes you know like, definitely has. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you're doing dance exactly at uni now um a musical theater student that's the one my, my bad um, <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm always interested like to hear what people actually do on their course because if you said musical theater to me I'd be like okay she's doing Romeo and Juliet that's that's where my mind would go <laughs> but I'm probably very wrong so what is like uh, musical theater like a degree um, in musical theater when I was like applying to uni I didn't know anything about musical theater like I literally I did dance and music in college I was like and it was like pop music and like hip hop dancing. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go and do dance in London for uni. And then I applied, I got in to the uni in London. And then I was like, oh, but I don't wanna move to London now. That's too far away from home. I was like, no. So I was like, what do I do now? And then I knew someone 
who had done like the course that I'm on now. So I was like, oh, I'll do that singing and dancing, best of both worlds, yeah. So I got in, no, not the best of both worlds. Like we do nine till half five days every single day. Like we do all like styles of dance. We do like ballet, jazz, tap, commercial, lyrical, and we do acting classes. Then we do like show group like classes for like all the different shows we're doing. So it's like singing and dancing at the same time, all day, every day. We have classes like dedicated to fitness. That'll literally be like a workout class, like arms, legs, abs, like you name it, we do it. Like it's intense, and I wasn't prepared for it at all. <laughs> like all these other people have had like years of training, they've done musical theatre in like college, they came in all like belting, like these, like because you have to have like a classical voice, hmm. like essentially, to be able to do musical theatre songs. And I didn't because I was trained in pop vocals. <laughs> So it took a lot of like a lot of time trying to adapt. Mm. What's uh, I mean, it sounds like you're essentially doing mainly physical activity for your course. Yeah. Do you have any like any theory stuff or are you just is oh, yeah. on top of that, on top of all of that that we do, we have like a 3000 word essay for everything we do. So I think in the next like two weeks, I've got like three essays doing all of the stuff that I've done. Like it's like so much academic and physical, like it's a very demanding course and you have to be like mentally prepared for it. And I wasn't, so like my anxiety and stuff, it hit me hard. I was like, oh no, like I'm gonna drop out. <laughs> but now like I'm in second year, like the uni was so helpful like in just like guiding you they're like it's okay and I'm like are you sure <laughs> they're like yeah, yeah just go yeah unis are really helpful most of the time I mean like it's it's a stark contrast to, to school where they don't care about you in the in in the slightest really I mean my school didn't they didn't give a shit about students you're just another number to them whereas uni they yeah. actually care because you probably because you're paying for it and you're paying a lot of money for it so they put a lot of stuff in place for you to use, but most people just don't really use it. Like all of yeah. the support systems, there's a lot of stuff there to help, but most students just don't use it. They just do their own thing and in, out, leave, like in three years. Yeah, like I feel like because like my class is so small and like that's my year group, there's like this one class. So there's like, I want to say like 40 of us. So we're all like so close. We always check up on each other. It's always like, we're all like just best friends. So it's, I, I feel like LMA is such a different university to like any others. Like it's literally like a family away from home. Mm. Probably because it's really small. Whereas I'm in a lecture hall with, was in a lecture hall with 200 plus students. So it's kind of, it gets, it gets difficult to, you know, meet everyone like I have my group of pe of mates that we always sit together do our thing and obviously I've met just through speaking to people I've met most of my course but I'm the major minority and I know most people in my course so it's possibly because you're on a small course but you never know you might have just got lucky and got a group of incredible people that you're going to be mates with for the rest of your life yeah I feel like 
because the course is like so demanding and like my university is all about like the intimacy between like the lecturer and the students like we all get like individual feedback like straight away like they're so like intertwined with like everyone and like we get to meet other people from like different courses because all the courses are like so limited because you have to audition to get in to like every course I think so it's very 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 good if you were to like become the next big like next big thing on TikTok would you would you be like okay you know what I'm done with this uni thing like I'm gonna leave or are you gonna be one of those who's like I'm gonna finish this no matter what doesn't matter how famous I get that's like one of like my pet peeves like I know like other people have like their journey in life and like you do you but for me personally I don't know why you wouldn't carry on your education because TikTok's it's not there forever like you're in your prime years now like yeah you like booming on TikTok but what are you gonna do when you're like 30 you're not gonna do like a Trisha Paytas and stay on TikTok like causing murder so I was always like I always had in my head like when I started it in like first year college when I started TikTok I was like I'm gonna do like university I'm gonna go on to like do teaching degrees like any like degree I can get my hands on like I will do like I'm gonna be successful now but I also want to carry on my success into the future even if it isn't with social media yeah but but I think the the thing that a lot of people do is like if you can get enough traction in the beginning you won't ever have to go back to work like let's say like proper work when you're 30 you're gonna you can yeah live live off your investments live off your 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 success in your early 20s or, or teens essentially so i mean if you're guaranteed uh like you don't have to work again right you're, you're going to be set all you have to do is tiktok that's your that's your job that's your whole job you just make a couple tiktoks a day or a week you can pick would you take that instead of and be like not nah, been off this education thing no i'd still do like I like to keep busy and doing one thing for the rest of my life. Like I want to be able to do loads of different jobs and with musical theatre, you can do that. So like I've got TikTok now, like whilst I'm studying and then I can go dance on cruise ships. I can be a backup singer. I can be an actor. I can be a teacher. Like you name it, I could do it all in the arts because of the training that I've been given. But yeah. like people with TikTok that left high school to do TikTok, and like haven't even gone on to college it's like I don't know it scares me because I'm like what are you gonna do like because people with like my following have like dropped out and stuff and it's like oh that is so scary <laughs> like how can you like <laughs> I don't know they're, they're just so confident that it's gonna work and I feel like that's like my anxiety is like, yeah, it's not going to work. Like, you got to do something else. Mm. So I guess it's different for, like, every person. Yeah, because it's... Uh, you, you have to think, like, oh, if I'm guaranteed this and this amount of money and this success, like, do I really... Like, if you're if you're bagging in, I'm just going to make a number. It's like, if you're bagging in, like, a grand a week and you're still on your course and you're, like you're writing a 3000 word essay it gets harder and harder every day to wake up and do that essay when you've get you when you're bagging in like that amount of money like 
it it gets really really difficult to to have that drive at that point because you've essentially made it you haven't done it in in what you initially signed up but you've made it in your own way like yeah i don't know it's like i like to work for stuff so like when tiktok gave me the platform i was like that's why i always say like i'm not an influencer i'm not like even like tiktok famous like it's like they gave me it so i haven't earned it at all like i haven't worked for it they gave me it they gave me the platform they gave me the views the following like i haven't worked for anything but like just knowing that i can work for stuff like right now like i'm working with my boyfriend on like music and stuff and i'm like i'm working towards that so that's going to be mine like i've earned all of like the stuff that i'm going to get from that and i'm starting like a vintage clothing business and it's like i'm gonna earn money from that and it's like it because when i do like promos on tiktok and that i'm like i'm just taking your money like that's how i feel i just feel like i'm taking people's money and it's like no so you don't feel like tiktok in essence you're saying you don't feel like tiktok's your a real job for you it's like your side hustle that you just cashing your milk in the cash cow right now yeah like even like i was doing tiktok this christmas like and i was still a christmas temp in primark on every single shift i could get my hands on i was like i don't care for like that money that i get given because it's like come on like i got given a promo ages ago with like these kids toys and i had just had to like make a video with the toys and then i just had kids toys so i was like oh and like most other creators would like bin them because it's like i don't want kids toys and i was like oh no i'm gonna donate them to like people around christmas time like who can't afford these presents because of the pandemic Mm. and i'm not one to like plaster it all over my social media like i didn't tell anyone that i did that and then i see other people being like taking photos being like I have just donated like a can of soup to someone and look at the person that I've just do- like donated it to and it's like don't do that like if you're gonna do it because you want to like go for it just don't plaster it all over your socials yeah I, I I've got a big like issue with that the whole idea of like okay I'm gonna do this great thing and help someone else but first of all I have to get a picture or someone has to film me doing it because if I if no one sees it then uh, then obviously I didn't do it it's like no you should should do something kind of the kindness of your own heart and not because you want everyone to see it it's because you don't care if anyone doesn't see it that's that should be the point yeah it's like I did all them years I think I did like seven years of voluntary work from like the age of 11 or and I didn't tell anyone where it was, like, what I was doing. Like, like I could have just been at home, <laughs> like, doing whatever. But, yeah, I just, I don't know why people need to plaster it. If you're going to do it, do it right. Would you, uh, would you ever think of transitioning to, to the, I was going to say to the traditional media, but it still doesn't count. It's like, would you ever transition to being, like, a YouTuber? Because that's really where i think a lot of tiktokers are gonna go it's gonna be like similar to vine because i feel like i've seen this before where it's like these big vine stars vine won't be stable enough whereas if you transition into youtube that's where it really is that's where the most money is the best uh advertising the best opportunities are is 
is there anything that's like possibly on your mind? I feel like at the minute I'm focusing on like I don't even really focus on TikTok. I just make it because I like it, and it, like I don't care if a video like blows up or not because people are like, how have you got half a million followers and only like a thousand views? And I'm like, because I just liked the video and I wanted to post it. Like it's no big deal. Like it's not my full time job. Well, I feel like at the minute I want to focus on my music, getting this clothing company like up and running and stuff like just my own little achievements and then maybe in the future I'll like transition to YouTube and stuff but again it's just the connecting with like other influencers I absolutely hate it because everyone's in it for one thing and one thing only and it's for the being famous well I thought you were going to say money there no it's not even for the money like people don't care about it it's like I want to be famous and I'm like well you do that like why do you think people actually want to be famous? Because in my head, the, the best thing would be, right, you get all the stuff from being famous, which is like the money, the opportunities, the, the, the like status. But if you were anonymous when you did that, that's the best part because you can still go to the shops, just go, go down to Tesco and do your shopping and you won't get all the like, the, you know, people crowding possibly or, you know, all that, that hassle is what i call it like people going around you that's ideal but i don't understand people that actually actively want to be famous it's like if you try too hard then it's not gonna be in your favor yeah like with tiktok it's like oh yeah i've got half a million followers but they're all in america so no one knows who i am in the uk so i can have all these people being like you're my idol oh my god like I literally want to be you and I'm like that's cool and then I can just walk around Liverpool city centre and no one will know who I am like I'll be making videos and I have all these like scouse girls like scowling me being like what a freak what are you doing and I'm like never gonna see you again (laughs) like type of thing so I don't know people wanting to be famous really does baffle me because it's like don't ask for it if you don't actually know what is going to happen when you are famous because you're not going to be able to do everything that you're doing now. Yeah, it's it's very... Uh, people want to be famous, but I don't think they know what they're signing up for if they actually got what they, they wanted. Like, you, you can hear people talking about, like, every famous person essentially is like, if you could go back to when you weren't famous, would you? And everyone's like, yeah, obviously. Like, it gets really fr- frustrating when you're like really famous and you can't do normal things like imagine uh, uh you got really famous and you're like oh i want to go to tesco but actually school's almost finished and all the kids are going to be at tesco and then i can't get in and out of tesco like quickly it's like small stuff like that it, or people i remember i was listening to a podcast as well with uh, a couple of youtubers i think it was i think it was the fellas podcast with freezy and lux and he was like, people would just turn up at your house and they'll try to break in. And it's like, if you get to that level of famous, and they're not even like the most famous people on earth. They're not fucking Conor McGregor. They're not uh, Justin Bieber. People just yeah. turning up to your house and trying to break in. That's fucking like, I've scary. I've had people turn up to my house and ask for a photo. And my mum's answered the, the door and she's gone, um, she's having a tea. I don't know. <laughs> and my mum's like, there's a little girl at the door 
one in a yeah. photo with you and I'm like does she know where I live yeah. like and but it turns out like she lives like a few streets down from me and like I'd filmed a video in my front garden yeah. and she had found the garden <laughs> and I was like oh no so I just had to go out and like say hi to this girl but then they get really shy and they don't want to talk to you and you're just kind of like awkward silence <laughs> it's it's really weird because I, I met a guy at my gym who does TikTok he's not like that famous he's got I want to say like 50 50,000 like followers on TikTok which for me is that's a huge number anyway that's 50,000 yeah. people do you know how big that is that's like Wembley Arena <laughs> if you filled everyone that's mental um but I spoke to him at the gym and because like I knew who he was I couldn't get my words out like it was it felt like I wasn't talking to like a normal person I don't know why and I'm never like that like I can pretty much hold a conversation up with almost anyone but I just I just blanked and I, I, f- I froze a little bit and I know I came across the wrong way and I was like fuck because I know he I wish I know and I see him all the time and I now if I go to jail I'm like fuck well he's probably going to be there and we just, I'm just going to there's going to be that awkward look and I'm just like shouldn't have done that it's like that happened to me when I went to like my first really big event we went to winter in the city in Birmingham and me and Harvey were like oh yeah going to Birmingham all by ourselves like no parents and then we get to this event and we see these two dancers they're called the shark twins um and we seen them at the event and we were like oh my god oh my god it's the shark twins and they were like Harvey and Ash and we were like and we were like proper freaking out and we were just like oh my god and then we seen the social climbers walk through like the youtubers and we were like as if Carmi is like stood right in front of me and like I put my coat down on like a random chair and one of them was sat on my coat and I was like I have the thought to like get my coat and I was like I'm really sorry can I just get my coat from underneath you and they're like oh yeah yeah that's fine and I was like thank you god they just spoke to me like it's so weird because I don't think I'm a big creator like compared to all the other people that are in the UK like because they have a UK audience so everyone knows who they are they're like getting followed all around wherever and I'm just like oh my god there's all these famous people (laughs) it's so strange you ever get like uh like dms or stuff like from weird people like famous people but like someone you didn't expect to be like oh that's a bit woman um I think when I first started TikTok Katie Franklin she's quite big in like the UK TikTok scene she commented on my video that went viral because everyone was giving me hate going you're using the get up boy for clout and I'm like he's my friend like I asked if I could make the video because I thought it was funny I didn't know it was gonna like go viral and she was like she commented going guys she went to dance school with him like she's known him for years and I was like I was like how do you know who I am but now obviously we're like I want to say friends like we're acquainted with each other like we know who each other are like we've seen each other loads of times and it's like I fangirled so hard when you commented on my video and now look at us like we're friends it's so weird do you have any like uh, any plans for like the next obviously post post covid situation do you have any plans to like do collabs with with other tiktokers because i know like when you're on youtube especially because i can only speak on that audience 
it's like yeah. where collabing with someone is a really like big thing it's like that's probably the best way to to grow your audience obviously so have you had any like plans or anything that you want to do after web um it's kind of the same on tiktok like that's the best way to grow is to like meet up with loads of other people so right now i've only like ever collabed with harvey um i've done like a few like little silly videos of like other tiktokers like i think i've done one with ronnie like another tiktok lad he's not a dancer but like as a dancer it's hard to find people to collab with because they have to be a dancer to fit with your content and like their content as well so i don't really know i don't talk to many tiktokers anymore because like the community is so toxic like i think anyway in like the uk scene i just don't want any part of it like there are tiktokers that are really big like the sharp twins like and stuff like that they don't bother with anyone else they just keep to themselves and then fly over to LA and like go to the sway house or like the hype house so I feel like if I was ever gonna do a collab I'd probably go over to America to do it Mm. I mean that's usually where everything is it always feels like it's like all the big people they're they're in America but I I think that people are slowly realizing especially with the the movement of people out of LA that LA isn't becoming the hub anymore people are like getting out and realizing actually I don't need to be here to do all this shit because you could do it most stuff you can do online like it's really weird so people have just been fucking off out of LA essentially it's like I'm not gonna pay your LA taxes but Oddly enough, I still want to go to America. Like, I've never had the luxury of going. And I still want to go and see everything. But I, I, I had these dreams when I was a kid. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to live in America. And I'm like, now I'm looking at them like, I'm a fucking idiot for thinking that. It's like, no, I don't want to live there. If anyone I want to go, I want to live in New Zealand right now. What a country. Yeah. Like, New Zealand looks so good right now. Like, I used to have the dream of, like, yeah, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to go to LA. And it's like, LA doesn't even appeal to me anymore. I'm like, I want to go to New York. Like, that looks so fun. Like, no one's there. Like, hardly any creators are in New York. And it's like, you just have, like, you just be free in New York. <laughs> I really want to travel to there. I know a few people on the UK TikTok scene really want to go to LA. And I'm just like, I'll tag along with you, but, like, I'm not staying long. <laughs> what are the, like, TikTok events like? I mean, who's putting them on? Is it TikTok that's that's setting them up? Or is it, like, another company is like, okay, we're going to get all these TikTokers in the UK. We're going to bring them together. So it's kind of like VidCon. Like, it's just, like, companies that have, like, made these events. So we went to winter in the city I think it's changed to like social in the city now like winter edition and summer edition that was like the first big one we went to the first like two that we ever went to ever were tiny there was about 14 fans there like it was awful it was in like some dodgy club in Manchester like it wasn't it but like the events for TikTok I think it's because it's not as well organized as the YouTube one. So obviously they keep the YouTubers like away from like all of the fans and followers and stuff like that. In TikTok events, it's like a free for all. Like we have like a little place where we can go and sit and like 
be away from everyone but then like if you want to go on like rides and stuff like you just gotta run to the ride get on and then followers will see that you're on the ride and they'll wait at the exit for you to get off and then there's like security everywhere going why have you done this like you're making my job 10 times harder and it's just like I just want to enjoy myself. <laughs> it's uh, it's the the issues of being medium class famous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like they don't treat you like you're famous. They're like, oh, you're just a person I follow. Like, and then they ask you for videos and stuff. And when you've been doing a million TikTok dances, all. I need to like go and have my dinner like I haven't at all day because I've been running around after all of you and they're like you can't say no to us so it's very yeah very mad <laughs> yeah I mean for me maybe because I'm not like um I'm not as big but I'm very appreciative of every single person that's like watching my stuff or listening to my stuff really it's it's hard to not be because they're taking the time and they're like, oh, they're listening to me literally chat shy for over <laughs> an hour. Most of the time with my mates, I've, I'm lucky enough to have someone like yourself come on and Michael recently where I've gotten more like famous people, more interesting people, like just getting different people on uh, as much as I can. But yeah. I feel like it's it's still really hard for me to say no or not appreciate everyone because for me, it's like, without anyone listening even even if no one was listening and my numbers were one i'd still do it because i like doing it but it's even that one person who's like listening every week i'm here like listen you're the you're the real one you're the real mvp because you're here coming in week after week and showing appreciation like when someone shares uh like a post when a new episode comes out I have such appreciation for that because I never ask anyone to do it. I never, I don't feel like it's right for me to force anyone to do that. I don't want to like push anyone to do anything. It's like you do it if you want to, if you don't want to, it's no issue. And then there's people that are always sharing my episodes without me asking. And that's like a really nice thing. It's like, wow, you actually, I don't even speak to you and you're still like showing me love. I'm here. I'm just there. I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's like when you get to an event and you see the people that follow you like in person it's like what like you enjoy watching me do a little dance in my bedroom like or like just in the middle of the street somewhere like it's so mad to think that people actually watch my videos so like I remember when I first started TikTok and I got to like 30,000 followers and I was like oh my god like I've made it I've made it I was like no one talked to me I'm famous (laughs) like it was one of them and then I got like one of my very first fan pages made on Instagram I was like what and it literally said like Ash Warren a fan page like oh my god she noticed I was like of course I'm gonna notice like you're tagging me and stuff (laughs) like I see like people don't think that you see what they tag you in but like we see everything <laughs> like even if you tag me in like I get tagged in like really weird videos on TikTok like because it says like tag your favorite creators and it's like a weird video and it's like I do see it like they must like tag you thinking that you're never gonna see it but like in reality we see 
absolutely everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, until you get to the point where it's just flooding in and you can't control it anymore. But... Yeah, like when a video goes viral, like I try so hard to like and comment back to everyone and it's just, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, it's hard to. I mean, if you're getting like thousands of people sending you comments and stuff, it's like there's not enough hours in the day for you to, to do it for everyone. But it's always nice, like even as like a fan, like when I comment on YouTube and I see like, the creators actually liked my comment i'm like oh that's sick like they actually read the thing or oh, on twitter because I, I like tweeting at like some people that i follow on youtube a lot and sometimes they'll reply sometimes they won't but when they do it's like okay that's kind of kind of sick i feel like i'm actually talking to someone i'm talking to a person and it doesn't feel like i'm i'm looking at this person's on the screen and i'm here and and it's never like there's no connection it's always nice when you when you get to reply to someone but i mean have you had obviously uh, being creative your size how, how much hate do you get for for what you do because i don't think you can get hate much hate for you just fucking dancing i got so much it's not even like the dancing half the time it's like on oh, my appearance it's like why are you built like that and i'm like <laughs> i think i'm quite like <laughs> <laughs> Like, I work out every day. Like, I don't understand. And it's like, yeah, it's a lot. And it's like, oh, you're not actually famous. You got clout from Harvey. And I'm like, I know. And I thank him every day for that clout. Like, <laughs> I don't just take it and go, yeah, it's mine now. Bye. Like, me and Harvey have been friends for years. Like, since he was in, like, year seven. And like, cause obviously there's such an age gap between us. Like he was in year seven and I was in year nine and we both went to the same dance school. So it's like, we didn't really see the age difference to be yeah. friends and stuff like that. And people are like, why don't you post with Harvey anymore? Oh, are you and Harvey not friends? And it's like, it's just constant. And it's like, I like, you get death threats and it's like, wow. okay, like, I don't know what you want me to do with that because I'm not going to do it because <laughs> why would you? But like some people take it to the extreme to like make so many accounts to like make the hate look bigger than it actually is. And then you get some of like the nice followers that are like, don't you dare hate on my idol. Ugh, we Spanish. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's It's weird that I always find it weird when these people are like, out, out actively like hating on someone for for just making a video of like you dancing or you singing or whatever it's like what are you getting out of it and i know it's it's more like more time it's to do with like jealousy they a lot of the time those people are jealous they're not they're not the ones who are you know uh they, they want your success and yeah. then like oh i don't know how to channel this like this jealousy and like they, they just send you a message like fuck you i don't like go kill yourself like rah. but in reality i think more time if if they would they were to try to say that in person they wouldn't think that it's like um it's also the anonymity of the internet it's like you can say whatever you want and no one knows who you are it's like you're just user 54581 it's like who, who the yeah. fuck's that it's like the worst hate i've ever got was when i went on, like i was just on omegle like I'm just chilling on there like because I I don't know I was on it for some reason I think I was on FaceTime to someone at the time as well so I was like proper hyped up I was like yeah 
and then it, like some people would recognize me on it and I'd like sit and have a conversation with them and I'd be like oh hi this is cool and then it got to so like I hit someone and like the camera quality was really good and like they had like this big fancy mic in front of them I was like hi and he was like it, it was a rapper I don't know if you've heard of him Jufu he did the yeah. whole song like who are you I am you you are me yes sir you are you and I was like like he sang it and I was like oh my god because he was like oh I'm a musician and stuff like that and I was like I'm a TikToker like I've got like half a million followers I can literally like promote your music like if you want like I was just trying to be nice yeah and people twisted that and they were like oh she needs to get humbled like he humbled her real quick because like obviously he had more followers on me but I didn't know who he was yeah and he was like yeah I'm on TikTok and I pulled up his TikTok I was like oh oh my god as if this is you like I've literally danced to your song <laughs> like already yeah. and there was so many like nasty comments in the comment section and it was just like humbler who does she think she is you're getting clout from him like who else are you gonna get clout from and I'm like I don't choose to do this like this is so random <laughs> it's it's like I, I get what you mean it's I, I can get where both sides are coming from it's like you you said something and you like you got excited and it's just spur of the moment you just said something and people have misconstrued what you've said it's like yeah. you you've said something where you're like oh i can promote your music and, and you're trying to be nice and do it in in a nice way because if they were like if they happen to be smaller that would be like oh my god you're so nice you, you're doing it for for a small creator but when it's yeah. like a big person then they're like oh you're begging it like what what are you doing obviously they're bigger than you you're trying to you're clout chasing it's, it's like if yeah. if the numbers were different you'd, you'd think differently as if i like mentioned my if i didn't mention my following they would probably have been like tiktoker so i was like oh i've got half a million followers like like i was like flaunting my followers so they like be like oh yeah i want to work with you type yeah. of thing and people took that like the completely wrong way and I was just like, was it the way I said it? And it probably was the way I said it. Like, I was being very cocky that night. Like, I don't know what came over me. And then it just all spiralled. And then I said to, I like DM Jufu, because obviously we followed each other. I was like, please take down the video, because it went viral. I was like, please take down the video. I'm getting so much hate. Like, I'm, I was literally sat in bed sobbing. I was like, all these people hate me for... I haven't done anything wrong like I like I like I pride myself in being such a nice person to people like I'm always nice like I don't like being nasty so for people to turn around and be like humble or quick like cancel this girl I was like so I told him to take it down he didn't take it down he just said he was on live being like oh go give Ash love but like after that he never spoke to me again I was like if anything he used what I said against me and knew it was going to blow up so I was just kind of like okay guess this is what the music industry is like with rappers like <laughs> maybe but it's a pretty small sample size where it's one you know maybe maybe you just got unlucky but it, you're always going to find those people where it's like yeah I'm gonna do I take that in hit his head he'd be like do I take down this this video that's getting like huge traction that's that's blowing up like this could yeah. be like another big break or do I like do I listen to this poor girl who's just like I don't really know her you're not really like friends of mine because if it was like 
if you were like mates with them it would be a very different situation where it's like you just follow each other it's not like you're you're actively speaking or something so he's probably thinking he's just there like well you know what what's best for me it's like oh i'm just gonna keep it going you know i'll tell people yeah. to send you love but that doesn't, it mean doesn't they will. work <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't work you can't mob mentality is too too hard to break if I'm, yeah if we're being honest but you, ha- you have to remember like when you say things are viral it's it's always in a box right so you have to remember how many people there are in the tiktok box yeah and, and when you when you step outside of that and you just look at it you're like well, this is just all on TikTok. Like the rest of the world is going on and no idea was what's happening. Like for me, I had no idea what was going on. It's just random to me. It's like, it's gone viral. And, uh, and I've seen like the big TikToks, but it's just in this TikTok box. And then I just don't know what is going on. Like <laughs> like now you're saying that you you, you got uh, loads of hate. I'm like, why? Like you're, you're just, <laughs> just being nice. You know, this is this is all like random to me. So when you take yourself outside of that box, you realize actually it's not that big of a deal. Like yeah. people, people can cancel you, but it's like people can cancel you on TikTok, but your mom, your dad, everyone's still <laughs> going to care about you. Life hasn't changed. The world hasn't ended. Like literally like you can still go about your day. Like yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm not really big on that app anymore. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. You can just move on to a different one. Just, just keep going on, uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Do you do, uh, instagram reels as well as tiktok or is it just just tiktok see i've tried to do the whole like instagram reels thing but i don't know how it works like it's kind of like me with tiktok like i have no clue what is going on i just post a video hope for the best but with reels it's like how does like how does something go viral because it's like not a few but it is like a few page but it i don't know it's very like just copying tiktok like oh yeah i mean instagram like every single app is copying each other it's like yeah i swear snapchat has got like some form of like reels now yeah i've got a beef with snapchat i'm sick of that app and the only reason i'm still on it is because emily my girlfriend's only messages me on there like if she didn't message me and she forces me to stay on that app right if she didn't i'd delete it like in two seconds right now because i'm sick of it it's so annoying to like to reply to people on the app because i have to go on the app like every time and i have to watch people send me snaps and more time I'm like now i'm just on like just facetime me call me like while i'm on the phone to you like i can do other stuff like when I'm, I feel like when I'm on Snapchat, it's like, okay, I can't, I have to sit on my phone and be on Snapchat. It's not like I can't do two things at once. It's always easier for me if, if you just call me. It's like, just bail me. Like half the time, like I can't be asked to text, just call me. I'm always like that. Like I can't be bothered typing. So like I'm just FaceTiming everyone. Like I don't think, like with me and Harvey, like our relationship is so weird. Like he'll just bring me after like three days of not having any communication. And he'll be like, hi. And I'm like, hi, like, where have you been? And then he tells me all of this stuff. And he's like, oh, hold, hold on. What, someone's trying to ring me. Bye. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like our relationship is just so like all over the place. And then Leo is always like, oh, like you don't like text. And I'm like, cause I don't like it. Like, I just want to. I just want to ring you. Like, it's easy for you to just sit on FaceTime and literally say nothing. Yeah. Like, I just know that you're there. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that with all my mates. It's like, I ghost them for a while and then I'll just be like, all right, let me just call them real quick, see what they're doing. What's what's their, like, 
last three weeks been like let's see what what they've been up to in life i mean i message a couple of people on the regular usually it's people like two or three people on my course because we've got a group chat and it's just like oh yeah what the fuck's going on in this lecture it, it, was anyone here this morning no 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 one no one's here all right all right we're all on the same page we're just failing all right cool say no more and it's football it's like out of nowhere it's like all right football scores just guys group chats are just so random or like um I just have i'm usually guilty of just coming out and i'm like i just send uh like i type in full semicolon and i write out this thing and i'm like let's see what everyone says to this it's like just throw something random out there get the conversation going it's like ours is always like because i've got like a slack group chat i've got like different group chats for everything i used to be in like tiktok group chats with like other creators and then that's when like everyone started bumping heads so I was like right like get me out of here like I'm not doing that and it's like I try and find people with like the same interest as me like even like my boyfriend like I'm like oh my god it's the derby today like yes because like Everton won the other day and I support Everton so I was like get in and he was like oh and I was like oh god like no point in even trying to ask my flatmates because they're all girls on my course and it's like yeah they have no no interest in football yeah i mean emily's a, a liverpool supporter and i'm a united supporter so it's it's always a little bit of um of cattiness between us when it comes to football especially recently because anytime liverpool have lost recently i'm like unlucky and she's like shut <laughs> <laughs> like my boyfriend supports Crystal Palace, so it's just like, Wait. you can't even say anything about me. Go on, Hodgson. <laughs> He's useless. Oh, poor Roy Hodgson. Like, bless him. He's so old. He's just... He's, he's waiting to retire. He's trying so hard and you can't get annoyed at him because he's just some old man and he's not going to get him relegated and he's just going to be there and he's probably going to retire this season. So they just have to let him see out the season. Just yeah. You can't sack a man that's like four four months away from retirement. Like That's so rude. <laughs> They're just waiting for him to leave. <laughs> I mean, Everton's like recently I'm gonna talk football because uh, you know what I love talking football <laughs> I, I've, I have mad respect for Everton recently it's just like ever since they signed Ancelotti I'm just there like actually you know what they're, they're serious they're doing bits yeah. and I went I watched the, the Everton Liverpool game and it's like you know what Liverpool got it like it's always nice when you see Liverpool <laughs> lose I was like no one was expecting it because it's like oh Derby and we're at Anfield so there's not like no chance like we haven't won there in 20 years yeah and then we pulled it out of the bag and I was like oh my god oh my god like I was on FaceTime to like my parents at home and I was like show me the telly show me the telly now show me the tv and, like my mom was just sat in the living room with a phone like pointing at the telly I was like oh my god I was like there's five minutes left there's no chance like they're gonna score and they didn't I was like oh my god and I was like screaming it all out the window in my accommodation and all these reds were like shut up and I was like oh <laughs> is there is your football like your love for football come from your dad because I feel like that's where most people get it from yeah like my first ever like football match that I went to go see was a derby wow that's... I was like unreal mm. I think I think more girls need to to watch football like and actually watch it because I think that they'd actually like football if they watched it because 
you need to get invested in it. It's just like if you half ass watching football, it's like, oh, you know, just, they're just kicking a ball around for 90 minutes. And you're like, like no. Yeah. And <laughs> you're just doing like your makeup for 90 minutes. It's like, oh, you could, you could say anything about stuff like that. It's just, but when you get into it and, and you pour passion into the sport, like, um, when United got knocked out of the Champions League by Leipzig, I felt like I like I di- like someone died. Like my heart sank, and I was just had my head on this table for for like an hour. I was just there, like this is, and I, my phone was buzzing, like it was going off. All the group chats, everyone else, like oh, I I can't be, bo-. and I didn't reply to anyone. I just couldn't deal with it. I was just I couldn't have it because it was too embarrassing. And it, if it's so gutting, but it's weird when you think about it. It's like I'm con- you're connected to to this team, and it's like I've never been like uh, I've never played for them. I'm not actually playing for them in in real life. Like it, in all like honesty, like if they win or lose, nothing happens. But I have this like emotional connection to this club because I've grown up watching it. I've I've loved it since I was a child. It's like this is this is everything, but it's hard to explain that to like non-football fans are just like, yeah, you just kick a ball around. It's like, yeah, but like, you don't get it. Like I'll sit in the living room, like with the football on my phone and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And all my friends are like, what are you? I'm like, more girls need to start watching football and like going to the football matches. Like it's one thing watching it on the TV, but actually being like, in the stadium it's a completely different experience and it's like when you actually get to the stadium and you see other girls your age that are watching the football it's like oh my god football friends like (laughs) we love it (laughs) yeah i mean i think they they would get into it i wish uh games are back on so you could go like i'm moving to uh like bristol area for for my placement year so i was hoping that i could get like tickets to to see united and i was looking at stuff and i was looking at train travel and i was like how long would it take could i do it's three hours each way would i do that would i drive there i was just there like how much is the ticket can i afford that i'm like oh fuck i can't afford it again it's like it's too expensive but you know if any chance i get especially coming out of like the pandemics like any chance i get to go to an event like see something live now i will like um, they just announced that most of the big festivals should be back on this summer. So wireless yeah. is back on, Reading's back on. I think Glastonbury as well. I'm I'm ready to spend all of the money I don't have on tickets, <laughs> on tickets to go to see stuff. Even though I don't know who's performing, I'm like I I just have to go to something. I feel like that itch needs to be scratched now. Literally, like when I was looking at accommodation because I'm I'm in Liverpool, so I was like. Okay, I need one that's not too far away from uni, but like one that's like close enough so I can walk to Everton. And it's literally like a half an hour walk. And I'm like, I will do that. <laughs> I'll do that to go see the football. And like, it worked out well because I'm literally like two minutes away from my uni campus. So I'm like, life is good. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, great. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's disappointing how everything like um, worked out. But I guess you could attribute a lot of your success to the pandemic because... People, yeah. people wouldn't be on TikTok as much if they had stuff to do. Like, like most people, it's the best time killers. Just scrolling through, watching random video. I'm watching people like scrape stuff off the top of a glass, like the satisfying videos. I don't understand why I keep watching them. Like, I, <laughs> I, 
I'm just there and I have I watched like one and then I watch another and then I watch another and I'm and I'm just there and I've watched like 15 of them and then like what am I doing? Like let me it's get so off this. Addictive. It doesn't like, make any sense. Even on Instagram, like my boyfriend is so obsessed with like these satisfying videos. And you go onto like his explore page and it is like people scraping stuff like off the top of a glass, and I'm like this is what you do when I'm not there. Like you just sit and watch people do it. He's like, it's so satisfying. I can watch it all day. And I was like, okay, you do you. Know, you. Do you know what you should do with your boyfriend? Have you seen the, the extremely unsatisfying videos? No. Okay, right. This this might actually ag him. Right. So, you know, it's um, the oddly satisfying videos. Are like people doing stuff that's like, oh, I love that. This one is like, doing stuff that really infuriates you it's like you know they go to cut a cake this beautiful cake perfectly and then they move the knife slightly as they cut it as it just fucks everything you're like no you can't do that or it's like um they're about to like place the last uh domino or something and then it just fucking knocks everything over like i think after this right i want you to to get your boyfriend to watch uh really unsatisfying videos there's like compilations all over youtube it's like it makes your blood boil watching it but you can't stop not watching it like I'll definitely just have to like force him i'll be like no you gotta watch the whole thing <laughs> yeah it's it's really annoying watching that kind of stuff it's like nah come on you can't be doing that like last thing it just just have to put it no nope, no nope, it's all gone or it just <laughs> or it stops before it's done like that kind oh. of stuff it's like um they'll be like spinning a jack-in-the-box and they'll stop just as you know it's about to come out and, and you can't see it and it's done. I could never watch that. That is infuriating me so much. <laughs> you should watch it. I mean, it's it's fun if you want to just like watch something really annoying but or get someone else to watch it because it's frustrating to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up there. I mean... I'm going to leave all your links in the in the episode description if ever anyone wants to listen to you they're all probably going to be here because of you so I don't think they're going to need that but thank you for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure having you on thank you for having me it's so fun <laughs> you're welcome I'd love to have you on in future hopefully I don't get lost in your dm requests with <laughs> most people but I'd love to have you on in the future see how you're doing definitely all right thank you for coming on everyone make sure you follow the podcast and I'll see you in a bit.